0: Hello, I'm Ian Beaumont, back with another edition of the program that brings you life, the universe, and other strangeness. This is the Viewpoint Podcast, and it starts now. Welcome to the program, thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. Apologies for not doing a show last week, I was recovering from surgery on my mouth. But I'm back to full health, pretty much, and raring to go here on the podcast. We start this week's program with late-breaking news out of Greece, where a deal has been struck between the EU and the new Greek government for its four-month extension to the bailout package. Now, obviously this means that Greece will at least temporarily avoid defaulting on its debts to the Troika, and the Greek government has a little time to begin the process of economic recovery in Greece after a disastrous run of austerity measures left the economy crippled. Some might ask the question who blinked first? I say the question is who does this benefit more? Surprisingly I think this benefits both sides. It gives the Greek government a little time, not a lot, to prove that their package for economic recovery stands a chance of working in the long term. And it gives the EU and the Troika a chance to actually get their money back rather than having to write it off. Now, Greece has to agree new reforms by Monday in order for this to happen, so we'll see if it can. But if it does, then maybe we have a good chance to see just what the new anti-austerity government can really do. Ireland is to hold a referendum on amending the Constitution to allow for same-sex marriages on May the 22nd. Now, that's according to the t and the Kenny, in an interview given on RTE's primetime programme on Thursday. Now, currently, Ireland allows for civil partnerships for same-sex couples, but not marriages. They allowed civil partnerships in 2010, and now... It seems that Ireland will allow marriages between partners of the same-sex. Opinion polls in the country put support for same-sex marriage at 75%, a pretty overwhelming majority. This is great news in my book. It's about time that same-sex marriages were allowed in Ireland. The legislation of same-sex marriage is spreading as public opinion gradually comes on side. Same-sex marriage is legal in all Canadian provinces, in 37 US states and 21 of its Native American tribes, in England, Wales and Scotland, in the Nordic countries Norway, Sweden, Denmark and Finland, in Iceland and in the Benelux countries Belgium, Netherlands and Luxembourg, in Argentina, Brazil, South Africa, New Zealand and in three districts in Mexico. But we mustn't forget that in some countries of the world, to be a lesbian or gay is an offence punishable by death. Sudan, Mauritania, Nigeria, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Afghanistan and Iran all have a death penalty for homosexuality on the books though some of those countries don't enforce it. Whilst many other countries have laws against homosexuality, punishable by terms of imprisonment, some including lifetime imprisonment, though again, some countries choose not to enforce those laws. But still, if you're not going to enforce it, then you might as well actually take those laws off your statute. And amazingly, even countries like Australia, Germany, Switzerland, Ukraine, Italy and Greece have bans on same-sex marriage, with many European states, including some who are in the European Union, having constitutional bans on same-sex marriage and even civil partnerships. Ireland making progress on this is a good thing, but there is still a long way to go. The Saudi Arabian cleric has made what he claims is a groundbreaking discovery that could redefine science in the 21st century. The Earth does not rotate. What's more, the Sun is orbiting around the static body, not the other way round. Sheikh Bandar al Kabari delivered his thesis during a recent lecture in the United Arab Emirates, having been asked by a student about the movement of the planet. The Sheikh replied that the Earth is stationary and does not move, explaining his research by noting that aeroplanes would not be able to reach their destination were the Earth spinning on its axis. The sheik insisted that any science countering his stationary theory, namely NASA's lunar missions, was fabricated by Hollywood. First, when you catch up to the 16th century, come back to us on that. Second, Hollywood didn't have the technology to fake the moon landings back in 1969. (coughs) And to be honest, they still can't fake it that well now. Third, you're a cleric. Not a scientist. And we all know how some religions have never really gotten along with science. So you expect us to believe your scientific thesis? Let me give you a hint. No, we don't believe you. Sheikh Vandar al Kabari wins this week's Fool's Gold Award in the Idiot Brigade Awards. We're running out of time, so a few brief points to finish on all our war is breaking out between the Telegraph and the Guardian newspapers after revelations from former Telegraph chief commentator Peter Oborn about editorial interference from advertising executives. Look, I know you guys are trying to remain relevant, and I have a simple way for you to do this. Just report the news. Don't fret about advertising. Don't try to force editorial viewpoints down your readers' throats. Just report the news. All the news that matters. That's what you're there to do. So do it. Last week, the Sun News Network was shut down after failing to make any money in its tumultuous four-year history. It had been dubbed Fox News North due to its conservative viewpoint. I'm never happy to see people lose their jobs. But the channel, much like Fox News, did have a very tenuous connection with reality at times. And it was being controversial that did them in, in the same way that Russ Limbaugh is struggling now with advertisers, because of his continuing controversial comments. Sainsbury's are in the news this week after their website refused to accept the first name of Fanny from a woman trying to register her nectar card online. Hey, have you never read the memoirs of Fanny Hill by John Cleland? Or Joyce W. Warren's novel, Fanny Fern, An Independent Woman. You should check that your kids haven't got Fanny and Alexander by Holly Hobby. Okay, time for some Oscar predictions. If I get any of these right, it'll be a miracle. I'm going to say for Best Picture, The Theory of Everything, Best Director, Morton Tilden for The Imitation Game. Best actor Michael Keaton for Birdman, best actress Rosalind Pike for Gone Girl, best supporting actor Mark Ruffalo for Foxcatcher, and best supporting actress Keira Knightley for The Imitation Game. We'll see what happens Sunday night. That's almost it from me for now. Keep up with my thoughts on various stories through the week on the Viewpoint blog, which you can find at cityprod.blogspot.com. Please consider supporting my podcast by going to the podcast page, cityprod.podbean.com, and make a donation via the donate section in the left-hand column powered by PayPal and help keep this podcast commercial-free. If you don't already, please do subscribe via iTunes and you can get episodes downloaded to your computer or mobile device every time I upload a new episode you can now also find the Viewpoint podcast at Player FM and we're working to add the podcast to more podcast providers as well you can also listen to me live and direct every Monday at 4pm on The Source FM which you can find online via the sourcefm.co.uk But before I go, one more thing, earlier this week on the Paris Metro, a black man was kept off an underground train by a group of racist Chelsea fans. They even chanted, we're racist, we're racist, and that's the way we like it. Well no, that's not the way we like it at all. In fact, consider yourselves completely ostracized from polite society. Five have already been banned from Stamford Bridge, with police seeking information on three others. And you know what makes it worse? The guy who they pushed off the train wasn't even a fan of the opposing team. He was just a random black person. No reason, no motive, other than the colour of his skin. And And if you know anybody that racist, that happy to be racist, then disown them have nothing to do with them, let them know that racism and intolerance of all kinds, whether based on race, colour, creed, sexual preference or anything else, is not going to be tolerated in our society anymore. That's the Viewpoint Podcast. I'm Ian Beaumont. Thanks for listening. Stay sharp. Stay tuned.